0: You sir, are you gonna just eat during the episode, Jeremy? Brad, welcome to the Brigitte Pro Oh! I want to continue to reinforce the fact that this is an auditory auditory experience for like. of the people that watch or listen to us. But I think that people like what I do. Like, so a typical YouTube video is about four views versus like 100 downloads. Yet you choose to... (laughs) Do we really get 100 downloads? Yes. Are we getting there? Yes. And you continue to do this... Dumbassery. But Brad, listen. That
1: means that what I'm doing is working.
0: No, th- everybody just looks at this and says, I have no idea what's happening. I just hear.
1: <laughs> they know I'm working hard, Brad. Do they? I would imagine so. They hear the breath.
0: <laughs> Do they?
1: I I think so. Maybe they don't. Should we ask? Should we send out like a, what should we call it? Survey? That's what you call it.
0: No, we should not send out a survey. Maybe we need to start up. Where are we going to send it out to? And to who? (laughs) (laughs) To who? You think think that we have YouTube, like, uh, sorry, the podcast subscribers, we have their info and we're like, send them a survey. (laughs)
1: Are people starting to, like, on the podcast places, put down, like, reviews of our stuff? No. Do we have any reviews yet? Don't know. We should probably look into that. Why? People might be trying to reach out to us and say, hey, dudes, what are you doing? We want to, like, hook up with you, and nobody's, like, there.
0: Brad! D- doubt it. Brad! Doubt it. Highly doubt it. Like oh we're
1: missing out on big time opportunities
0: here. No, we're not.
1: I mean, I don't I don't like this negativity. You, you being eternal optimist you, should be the one be like, you know what? That's a valid point,
0: Jeremy Clover. I appreciate that. Well, in the book that we're supposed to be reading, it's about ultra realism. So
1: Yeah, but only in regard to what we're doing, not what other people are doing. We don't know what they're doing. Maybe they are doing these things.
0: Okay. Anyways. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's genuinely like you come on here with zero self-restraint. Zero. What are you talking about? Obviously, nobody knows what I'm doing. This is eerily... (laughs) similar to when you just were just handfuls of gobstoppers or whatever disgusting candy you were eating. Now it just happens to be a shaved ice. A a Geppetto's cherry shaved ice. Lindy's
1: watermelon shaved ice, or Italian ice, they say. (laughs) In what flavor? I said watermelon.
0: Good night.
1: Watermelon, delicious. No, I bet it is. It makes me feel like I'm ready for summer. Although I hate running, and the heat, If I had this to suck on all day through the summertime, I'd be running everywhere.
0: How's your running going? <laughs>
1: Glad you asked, Brad. Uh, I hit 11 miles this week. Six no, days of no, running. That's, that's false. I didn't hit 11 miles. Eight miles. I hit eight miles this week.
0: In what? Six days of running? Three. Five days of running. Three. Three days of running.
1: So I ran on, I think, Tuesday. You went hard this week. I did. So I I went, like, this This past week was really hard. This next coming up week is going to be really, really hard. This is track season starts. I don't know what I'm going to do about running, but I'll figure it out. Probably have to do it at night. Um, But so I ran Tuesday, like 30 minutes, I think. It was like three and a half miles. And then I was like, well, I'll just take another day off. And then another day turned into two more days. And then I was going, I was like, okay, well, yesterday I went for a run and I was going to do like 40 minutes. And I got out there about a mile and a half. And then like, I stepped on a pine cone wrong and my ankle got all like twisty and turny.
0: What kind of pine cone did you step on?
1: A damn pine cone. Like, what are you asking? What kind? was it this big? No, it was like a regular sized pine cone, but it was. It was like – they're not in bloom yet, right? So they're not – they don't – they haven't spread yet.
0: Oh, it's one of those green like pack. corn on yeah, the cob it, ones?
1: It was a tight-packed pine cone and I stepped on it and my ankle went boop, boop, like that, boop, boop,
0: boop. Why did like, you step on it?
1: I wasn't – Brad, I didn't try to step on it. I wasn't paying much but attention. It, so then like I so was where, So where,
0: where do you look when you're running? Do you look up into the sky?
1: No, but I was like – there was a car coming. So I was like trying to get out of the way of the car as I saw that coming toward me. So then I t- tried trying to get, and then I stepped on it and then the car is coming and then I leap up, you know how you do when you hurt yourself. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting, like, like ah, and I'm almost like getting hit by the car anyway, because I like hurt my ankle. So I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So then I was done. <laughs> and
0: then you walked back home.
1: Yeah. But like the, so my, my, Neighborhood's not very big, as you
0: know. I saw it,
1: and I, I saw get-
0: it on Strava.
1: So, I, like, I was just past a mile. I only had to walk back like a tenth of a mile, not even.
0: So I was okay. Did dinner. you limp back or walk back? It
1: was not. It was, I mean, it was. I didn't look pretty.
0: So, well, I was. I was I mean, that has nothing to do with your ankle,
1: Brad. What I'm trying to say is, it wasn't like a normal walk, but I wasn't like needing in need of any crutches or anything. I was okay. And then so then today I was supposed, I was like, I'm going to go out and do nine, got myself all ready to go head out to the head out to the battlegrounds. And then I go out for my run and like right from the get go, like usually it takes me, I don't know, five minutes to like get my bearings and like everything starts to work. Okay. Um, But that five minutes turned into two miles. And so I just stopped after two miles. I was like, I'm done. This is just dumb. Nothing was working. Like my my breathing wasn't right. I mean, my heart rate was fine, but like my body just didn't feel in connection with anything else. Like it was just weird. Um, so I turned around after a, a significant stoppage break and just walking just to gather myself to see if I wanted to continue. I was like, no, I'll just run back. So I ran back the two miles and I counted today as four miles. So big time mileage this week. I was. I'm. Re- I think I'm peaked for the half marathon. So if it was big tomorrow, time. if it was tomorrow, I think we, I'd be like, huh,
0: that's <laughs> skyrocket. How, how was your run, Bradford? My run, your, like well, your any week- one of the runs. Apologies, Brad. You you had a big week. Six days. Why
1: are you? What is wrong with you, Brad?
0: I I genuinely just don't understand how little, how someone your age has so little self-control.
1: What are you talking about? I bet you our listeners don't even know what you're talking about.
0: That you just continuously have to eat and then I have to watch you lick red all over your lips?
1: They are a little red, aren't
0: they? The air kissing is just Disgusting.
1: All right, well, continue with your running <clears throat>
0: uh had a good week of running six days of running. I didn't run today, which That's it was crazy. just n- nice to have a day off yeah thirty thirty six miles yeah so yeah,
1: really- good Here's good long
0: run yesterday
1: yeah you- yesterday was a banger,
0: <laughs> yeah, Tuesday was like a fun mud run uh that I did four miles. Uh, I don't know what the pace was. I don't know if it was like tempo threshold. I think the slower you're like, the slower you are, the less, uh, like less room you have for different paces, like your, your threshold, your tempo get kind of smushed together. Your recovery runs, assuming you're actually doing recovery runs correctly, get kind of smushed on the back end of that. It just seems like you don't like your speedometer of speed isn't that big.
1: Right. So you're like, you're talking like a 20% increase in any one direction. Like
0: that's that's,
1: that's the, the bandwidth of your pacing.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, but had some, uh, it was just like a really good week of running. I think the, the biggest indicator was every single day woke up, like didn't hobble down the stairs. I just felt good every single day. It's good. I've been working still working hard on, on like my hip mobility. Yeah. Which I think is paying dividends. So what are you and, doing? Uh, what are you doing for your hip mobility? Just like sticking my leg over my head half <laughs> <after> the time.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well, I don't th- I can't get that I can't, get, I can't get my foot into the screen. You can't even get your foot into the screen. can't
1: get it into the shot.
0: Oh, my God. Maybe I should work on some hip mobility. I think you should.
1: Maybe just can, the mobility Can
0: you get into, like, the Asian pooping position? No. You can't can do you, that? Who, yes. What are, you, what are you looking at? Stephanie's meandering through the basement.
1: Did she not know that this... this is podcast time?
0: It, there's a big on-air sign at the top of the uh, <laughs> so stairs. Blatantly
1: to, disregarded that. Yeah,
0: straight downstairs. And just one rude dude. <laughs> so was it, it was a really good week of uh, of training. Yeah, so well, well, it was fun. Yeah. I wish that's I would have gotten forty miles this week, but does it mean, really make a difference? What's three or four miles, right?
1: Truly, over the week. It's not. Is it going to make
0: or break you? No. I don't, I don't think so. No. no. I, was, uh, I was talking with, uh, well, we talked a little bit about it uh, today, I guess we were talking. So just about, uh, I was talking specific to this about with Levi, but I've had conversations with Kira about this. And I think it's some level of body dysmorphia with runners. Yeah. And I'm guessing this expands to, uh, it probably expands to pretty much every sport in every person. So there's a specific, like if you want to perform at the highest level, there's a certain physique that works best for that. Yep, for sure. So, So, and whether right, wrong, or indifferent, in running, cycling, your power-to-weight ratio means everything. So, you know, there's a there's a reason you don't see elite marathon runners running with bellies or moobs. Oh, moobs? Yeah, man boobs?
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I'm just surprised you wanted to go there as we're trying to keep it cleaner so we, can, we don't have to put on any kind of explicit warning. Is moobs just like
0: a... Forbidden word?
1: I mean, it's it's pretty close. I would think that we're like we're just coming up. We're towing the line right now. We're towing the line,
0: and well, I don't know that a, I This you. is a running podcast where towing the line is in.
1: Yeah, oh, I mean that's why I use that terminology,
0: Brad. Right, right, right. So, so yeah, anyways, I mean, back to some level of body dysmorphia. So, when we were running in college, we had a few teammates that you finish running. In every runner, I think I think it's pretty well documented, both from our own personal experiences and even if you look at somebody like Ryan Hall, runners inherently, you know, like they don't feel like it's a desirable body type. So you're typically skinny. It's not like you carry around a lot of muscle mass unless you're a sprinter. Yeah. So I guess I'm making this specific to distance runners. And then they, a lot of people finish running competitively and they say, well, I would rather just work out. Like that seems better for my body. I've never been able to put on weight. I've never been able to, you know, like put on any muscle of substance. And I think Ryan Hall probably epitomizes this the best. Exactly. Like the dude just got yeah. jacked. Did we just say that at the same time? Did we say Jack jinxed, I think, I think jinxed so. jacked at the exact same time? Man, wow. I, it right there for a- they were the same wavelength. Wavelength. Here, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this going to be the rest of the podcast that we're just saying the same words right on it, top of each other? It very well might be. The thing, like, this makes me believe that
1: we're twins, Brad. No. <laughs> Come on.
0: This 34 episodes as of today. I'm a, dude, that's great. Ne- never once has this happened. No. Wait, how many months is 34 weeks? Divided by four. Divided by four? Go ahead, Jeremy. You can do it. That's we're coming up. We're, right? We're coming up to our third race, which is basically nine months. Eight and a half, Brad. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so good. I genuinely, I don't get it. Why why are you so angry about this? I just don't get why you have to eat. Like, who wants to watch you eat? I've I've taken three tiny little bites. I know, but it's almost the way that you do it. Like, you're a little kid that's snuck out of the room.
1: (laughs) Brad, you drink straight on death water.
0: It murders your thirst.
1: This is murdering my thirst for watermelon. When's Deathwater going to get watermelon flavor?
0: Is... Is watermelon actually murder your thirst? Does it?
1: I don't know, but I think it would be a tasty, tasty uh, flavor for
0: Deathwater. Okay. They've got peach. So, anyways, getting back to this whole thing. So the likelihood, I think you can find the one-off anomaly. You you know, like whether it's in college running or high school running, or maybe a professional that performs well and makes it to the Olympic trials that you say, wow, look, their body type is different than everybody else. Yeah. So, but those are just the outliers. So
1: do you think, so when when you're talking about
0: this, do you think that elite level runners don't like their bodies? I think it's fi- well listen when we even when we go back to our game show episode yeah where do you pick distance runners ever to do well in physical activities other than running far some of them can do some pull ups i think like have you ever looked at a distance runner and said wow that is intimidating that physique no, but- is super intimidating oh,
1: you think the sprinters who are all like jacked don't
0: want to be built like that I think so I I think that they do, but I think I think if you look across the sports spectrum, at almost every level, and we'll kind of come back to like jacked runners versus super skinny runners. But I think almost in every sport or every facet of life, if you have something, you just inherently want something else. Yeah. So you almost you almost never give credit to like the amount of work, whether it's in your career, whether it's, uh, you know, like the physique that you build through running or uh, any of those things. You say, like, well, I wish I like I'd rather be taller. I'd rather have a different job that made me more money. You know, like it doesn't matter what you have. You inherently look at something else and say that kind of seems better.
1: Yeah, I'd like to find a job where I make like thirty to
0: forty billion dollars a year. In education, I'm sure it's out there.
1: Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. But maybe one day I can look. There's just got to be a niche out there that I have to find that's not yet tapped into. That I'm just like, ha.
0: With English, or education,
1: or whatever. I don't know. I wonder how – look, maybe I just become a prolific writer like Stephen King and just like – or James Patterson
0: and just write a billion and a half books. You could. You no, could. I don't have that I talent. assume because of your New Year's resolutions, you're halfway through <laughs> all the books you were writing.
1: Did I tell you that I came up with a short story idea? Did I – about the deer?
0: A beer? Deer. Oh, deer? A deer? That eats, like, yeah. Tell me more, a deer who so eats watermelon-flavored eat? ice?
1: No, what I'm saying. No, okay, keep so going. I was thinking about this. Like, Go. What? Ha- it's, an apo- it's like an apocalyptic dystopian text.
0: An which... ap- apocalyptic deer? Yes. Is so it zombie it? deer? Yes.
1: Did I tell you? No. Yeah.
0: It's so, a zombie deer?
1: Kind of zombie It's
0: walking like dead of deers?
1: But slash like werewolf deer because they're He's like – He's a
0: werewolf animals. deer? He has teeth? Yeah. So the deer them. turns into a, a – Another deer. <laughs> does it turn into an uh, omnivore? It does it still eat vegetables or is it no, just it a carnivore? A, it turns into – yeah, an omnivore. No, carnivore. Not it not turns into a carnivore? All it eats is meat? When it, when it Dead turns, meat? But, but is I it just
1: dead meat? meat? A, Eventually, dead meat, but that become deer. So what it does? So
0: is it like bites them, and crazy. they turn into so a deer.
1: People are living essentially what? in a woods now. And what society is collapsed?
0: Collapsed. Find their way. Yeah. AT T, their global satellite goes down. The world everything. goes to hell, and, and there's crazy. zombie deers.
1: <laughs> listen, listen. Bad but, stuff goes no. down. Go. People have to have to go.
0: Treat, they, they go, go to the woods, to which is the home of the deer.
1: And the deer are so unsuspecting. This is the
0: twist, right? right? Right. And
1: they're like, and the people are like, "Oh, look, these deer are letting us get close to them." And then all of a sudden, they blah blah blah, blah. and then
0: the people turn into the deer as but well. It, but it bites them. Yes. So is it? Look, is it? Oh, hold. On. Do they turn into like actual deer?
1: So oh, like they you know, they
0: the get werewolf? hooves, they get hooves and everything, or, or is it like uh, what it, uh, Minotaurs centaurs
1: What? No, it, no, not not a, not a centaur.
0: They're, they don't turn into centaurs. No, they don't turn into centaurs. I get where you're going straight <laughs> deer,
1: and then and turn.
0: They I mean, I'm just people, saying it's a pretty a screen wild screen. stretch for them to just go straight to a deer, a centaur. <laughs> Brad, I know, it, but I'm excited, it's Jeremy.
1: grotesque in how I describe the
0: transformation. Right?
1: Tendons snapping, blood just boiling out of their Ooh, skin.
0: Ooh, right, skin. right. It's gonna be crazy. Their genitalia turning into animal genitalia. Or
1: deer antlers. Like
0: their genitalia would turn <laughs> into deer antlers? <laughs> Jeremy? Now their body folds up. And stuff. Like they just got penis horns. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You didn't know that. <laughs> this just sounds like some type of dirty movie. It's not. It's
1: gonna be so good. Like I'm, I've thought about. It. I was like, man, this could be cool because, like, it's the world is getting. Maybe, actually, I've just changed my mind. No, it's no. not putting the pot. They're, no. they're They're aliens, dude. They're they're deer aliens. They're they're aliens that took the shape of a deer. But they, the way that they
0: take they over come the down planet, as a deer, because the they're they unassuming. The planet. Right. But but people are right. scared of Lyme disease. Hold on, hold on. People are scared of Lyme disease.
1: So they they they. What happens, Brad? No, listen. The, hold so on. They, it's like it's like Independence Day. They come in, take out major like cities, so people <laughs> get away from The cities. They go into the into the woods, which is the aliens' actual plan, so that their deer alien dudes nosh on the humans turning them into dear alien dudes now
0: and then then but it's only 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 dear alien dudes no females no dudettes and dudettes uh, for sure
1: but again the whole like body folding like create talking about body dysmorphia like like Having to fold yourself into a, a form that don't, doesn't really fit you, and I, your genitalia becomes a horn? Horn? That's weird.
0: I, wait a Hold on. So all genitalia turns to horns? <laughs> yes. Boob I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that I've heard people refer to Shaq's penis as a horn before. What? <laughs> yeah. It's like some new kid lingo that they would say. Like, imagine the horn on that guy.
1: I'm not up on that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this this episode, yet again, like most of our episodes, really
0: took a shift to the left. Weird. Would it be to the right because it's super alpha? Is it alpha though? <laughs> I don't know.
1: I mean, I guess we could say, is it like the, inherently talking about deer horns? Does that make it alpha? That are penises. <laughs> they don't I mean, mildly shaped like a penis, I guess. Like, they can be like little, you know, like like the bachelorette party, little penises, like just hanging off of the horns. <laughs> like, Any little, way
0: you skin it, right? it's phallic. Little
1: horn, like little ornaments. <laughs>
0: So it's Christmas zombie deers with
1: penis decorations. What's that hanging off of this deer's antlers?
0: It's penis twinkle lights.
1: See, they're like the the angler
0: fish of the woods. I think you're close, but I don't (laughs) think that penis antlers is the way to go.
1: Well, look, I'm working on it, right? It's a rough, rough idea.
0: Um, so it could be cool. I think I can write 10,000 words on that. I think it's more of a perverted idea that you went with penis handlers than <laughs> rough.
1: <laughs> uh, look, when I, when I finish drafting it, I'll send it your way. And you give me some feedback. How about that?
0: Great. Before the end of the year? I guess I could. I mean, in 10,000 words shouldn't take me that long. Okay. So back to Bodies other than human bodies turning into deer yes. that are actually aliens, yes, with penis. <laughs> oh. So, you know, do you follow football at all?
1: A little bit, I don't follow a whole lot, but I know a little bit about like it. They
0: have all these offensive linemen that they're they've got to eat like you 10,000 calories a day. That's why I'm eating my ice, my Italian ice, keep up their physique. Yeah, And then as soon as they retire, like Joe Thomas then started competing in uh, triathlons. Like you always see him lose weight, start becoming more fit.
1: Yeah. The, like fit is different, right? They're, those guys are true athletes. Like they're just mm-hmm. monster athletes. It's just.
0: Yeah. But there's typically a physique. Yes. Yeah. There's a for the physique position. for certain uh, things in life.
1: You wouldn't want those guys out there being wide receivers.
0: Right. And I don't think that a distance runner is going to be a world's strongest man.:
1: No, I agree.
0: I was going to try to think of an, an
1: instance, but I, I, I just couldn't come up with: it. There's just crazy. none. Those guys barely those guys are able to pick up a spoon with a pea on it, right? Like
0: uh, And then they get their veggie.: That's right. That's it. 100 percent. You're buzzing. You're buzzing. Your I'm face. buzzing. You, yeah. Like, what do you mean? I'm buzzing. Like, I'm just. I oh, yeah. What is that? Don't know. Don't
1: know. Like, you have a fly in your on your side.
0: Mm-hmm. I think so, it's
1: a, I think it's okay now
0: with this wild body dysmorphia that's not just specific to runners distance runners i think i should preface this with do you think that's why in social media that there's like the new hot thing is this hybrid athlete where it's people that don't look like runners that are running kind of fast they're not running like Olympic trials qualifying times, but they're running in the grand scheme of things quite fast for the general population looking just ripped.
1: I don't think it's body dysmorphia. I think it's a new idea of what it could and should be. I think we get so wrapped up in like being lighter as distance runners, right? Like you said, power to weight ratio, power to weight ratio without really being able to put any power behind that power to weight ratio. So I don't think it's necessarily like, a negative for these people to go out and put 15 pounds of muscle on, be jacked to the gills, but still be good runners. I don't think like they, I don't think it would, I, I don't think it would be a detriment to us to weigh 175 pounds, but be shredded. We want, I don't think we have to be 160 pounds to run well. I mean, we already run reasonably well for big guys. Right. So I think, being that, I don't think it would be a necessarily bad thing. And it would give us strength. It would get us, like, different, like, working different muscles differently, which would perhaps probably keep us more injury-free. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing. I just don't. And so, I don't know if it's part of dysmorphia. I think it's just, like, it's now, you know, social media in and of itself is just, like, a phenomenon that you and I find – Imminently interesting because we didn't grow up with it and we see people like making a life like lives out of this stuff. That's and it's their life to show what can be, I guess, just a different idea. I don't know.
0: So at what like is there a weight that you think you could qualify for Boston or run a sub three hour marathon?
1: I think if I was in the low 170s,
0: yeah. I so you're I'm acknowledging not. that there's a weight that you would need to get to, To but
1: If I was more muscular with less body fat, I think,
0: then too, if I was 175
1: pounds, it would be, or if 180, I think even 180 pounds, if I was
0: just differently, like, muscled, not so, carrying around the that I have. So, and then how many miles a week would you have to run? I think 60. So you think at sixty miles a week you could be like sustain one hundred eighty pounds of body weight? Not one hundred eighty eight, but like one hundred eighty, yeah. And it, you That's don't quite. think that one hundred eighty pounds carrying around then would affect your overall durability?
1: I would think I'd be more durable.
0: I mean, think about it.
1: Like, I don't think that you could count. Like, I know like the super elites are generally. Like they can go out and do 140 miles a week. If I was doing 140 miles a week, there's no way I could maintain that kind of body weight. Right. But I think 60 miles a week, I think, although a a pretty significant sum of mileage, I don't think is crazy, crazy. Um, And I think just like having muscle and going to the gym and doing all the extracurricular stuff would make us not just me, but us more durable.
0: Because I know okay. like Okay, you... so but there there's a certain amount of time in a day. Right. So you have a hard time finding time to get in forty miles per week. I I will have to yes, make some significant sacrifices in the upcoming couple months when track season kicks so up. So the majority of people, unless you're a full time influencer, have time constraints. Yeah. So fitting in, say 60 miles a week to qualify for Boston and run in a sub three hour marathon comes Hi. with a huge time. Uh, time I don't know what word I'm looking for. Commitment, it's a, it's a big investment, yeah. So, I not just counting that, yeah. And so, where then would you find the time to become more durable by going to the gym?
1: I mean, ultimately, like I said, I'm gonna have to um, get. Up, I'm gonna either have to get up early and run early, like being like 4 or 15 in the morning, to be able to get everything done that I need to get done and get the miles in I need to get, probably even earlier than that once the mileage starts going higher, or do it later at night so I could go out for a run right now, go get an hour in, and then come home and then take a shower and go to bed, um, in preparation for tomorrow morning, um, and I could do both of those. So go run one, one time, either morning or night, and then lift morning or night. And that would be big. I mean, look, I'm not saying it would be easy, but if I, I think that people truly desperately wanted to have it done, it's not, not doable. It's just, you would be a tired dude. I mean, and you would really truly wake up to work out, to work, to work out, to go to sleep, to do the same thing. Day in and day out, but isn't that what a isn't that what a professional athlete does anyway? So you're gonna become a professional athlete. I mean, would it be cool if in a year I we came back to this at episode 34, which will be plus plus 52? So what would that be, 86? Okay, and then I'm just like jacked to the gills. I have like sweet pecs. Like you- my my shoulders are boulders, right? I've got like my shirt is like bulging right here because I'm just. Well, why even wear a shirt? I I I don't want to put too too much out there. The ladies might find themselves like significantly drawn to me, and like I'm a married, taken. It It might boost our viewership though.
0: Well, we could both do it then. I'm not discounting the fact that I like this might be my last (laughs) episode wearing a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, Brad. (laughs)
1: put that back away (laughs) wow i mean look if you're going to put it out there i'll do it maybe we need to start doing doing like a workout like daily workout thing where we just sit together and we do this as we're working out like doing push-ups like arm raises like this you know because i could get you jacked (laughs) wow Couple up.
0: Do you know, this is this is a bit off-topic, yet totally on-topic. I got sucked down a rabbit hole on YouTube Shorts. I think it's crazy to get sucked. Like, it's so easy. Well, it started with Cat Williams' interview on Shea Shea's Lounge. Yeah. It was just delirious. Yeah. I didn't even know what the hell he was talking about. I couldn't follow.
1: I watched like 10 minutes of it, and then I was like, well, I don't think this is for me and I stopped watching.
0: Look, like completely off his rocker I felt like. Yeah. Yet for all I know it's 100% true. Sure. So, and then from there somehow it got me from that YouTube short to then the full like a 30 minute cut down of that, then back to shorts where it was uh prison workouts. <laughs> And those guys
1: come out jacked.
0: Yeah, and it, this, and so it's a, it was a ex prisoner. I, I guess you wouldn't call him an ex prisoner. Convict. Okay. I guess. Is that like slanderous? Like that's I a rude thing to call them. Um. Uh. Uh. uh, 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 uh yeah. Just a, a for a reformed, a reformed person.
1: Uh. Hopefully not a recidivist. So we'll go
0: there. Okay. And yeah. he was all about when he went first got into prison, guys were doing, like, push-ups, but they were just doing, like, the yeah. last quarter. Yes. Or, or, the,
1: or the first little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he he's like, how is it that I'm here? He said I was originally I laughing at him. That's exact one. Yes. Dude yes. with yes. head tattoos. Yes. And he's always like this. Yes. And he's I like, it's,
1: going, I don't like nearly the amount. Yeah, yeah he, he's right. like,
0: at some point, I had to step back in prison and say, these guys are getting the results that I want. That's right. And it was all about time under pressure. Maybe I'm doing my push-ups wrong. I think so. I need gains, baby. And so, is that applicable to running?
1: Time under pressure, like not doing—I don't know how you could do
0: like a quarter stride, like just. Well one, one, you could run just let me see if I can do it. Just like this whole like
1: I mean I guess you could. It's <laughs> just there's a benefit in like maybe and drills. Maybe that's what we need to be more, you know, cognizant of as doing drills for ourselves. Like they can't hurt running backwards.
0: Like but girl. what if you just ran compressed? Like you just kinda like
1: That sounds <laughs> awful. Awesome. I think that's the reason that I like. I felt like when I was doing the elliptical that I was running compressed. Like I couldn't feel. I couldn't stand up straight. I was like running all weird. I'm like, or not running obviously, but like I was like all hunched in. It was weird. I don't know. An elliptical and I are not friends. Just one elliptical. I think. Let me. I'll take that. Ellipticals and I.
0: Okay. Yeah. Apologies, people, if you got confused. Well, I want to make sure that everybody's on the same page here. I appreciate that. And since I don't check messages through iTunes.
1: It's reviews. I, I, dude, I'm surprised. I would be surprised if we had all five-star reviews. Like, truly. Probably if, more. If you're listening right now, review us. Give us honest feedback. That's what we want, dude. What can we do better? And do that. Yeah, maybe not that.
0: eat on the podcast.
1: I haven't since you said something and it's sitting here wasting away. Melting. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll slurp it up when it's time, when we're done. It's going to be delicious. Cold watermelon juice. I love watermelon juice. In the summertime, we get watermelon juice all the time. And the, um, you know, the little watermelon juice that comes like next no. to the lemonade. Uh-uh.
0: What? Are you serious? Nope.
1: Are you Are you serious?
0: I have no idea what what on earth you're speaking about. Watermelon juice? Don't know it. It's uh, what is it? The simple,
1: simple life, simply juice, simple like simple something. But they do a lemonade, but then they also do a watermelon juice. So good.
0: Sounds terrible. That's just disrespectful. Anyway. So would you, so at this point would you rather be? So you think it would have benefited you to in college running to be more jacked?
1: Not in college, no.
0: Why not?
1: Um, because we were running faster for longer, so I think it would not have benefited. I think if I think I could have pulled off a solid one seventy and been okay, I would have been one of those few people out there that would have been. A little more stout than I already was, but I think 170. And you think
0: that would have helped you in cross country?
1: No, but I think it would have helped when I got to the 400 800.
0: Okay, well, those are completely different events,
1: and I, that was those were like those were my events anyway. I did not do well first, I didn't do well at any of it.
0: Secondly, cross country, I
1: really didn't do well at. <laughs> uh, hey, I forgot we get to do those things.
0: Uh, I got nothing. Okay. I did.
1: Um, But yeah, the 400, 800, I think having a little bit more muscle could have allowed for a faster time than anything that I ran.
0: So you're acknowledging that the farther the distance is, the less benefit there is to having significant muscle mass.
1: Maybe, but I'm not sure. I haven't run a lot farther than a marathon. And I think that uh, 175, 180 pound me could run a fine marathon. I don't know that I was much lighter. I was like 173 when we ran Richmond. Okay. And I wasn't jacked and I wasn't like swole. Is that
0: your best marathon ever?
1: Yeah, but it wasn't a good one. I was sick as a dog.
0: What are the other excuses for the others?
1: That I just ran stupidly. The first marathon, I was probably in some three minute, three hour shape. Um, But I didn't take water until mile 17. Um, And it was like 73 degrees, 74 degrees outside. So that was me being an idiot. I went through the half in like 128 and some change. I felt awesome. And then I stopped feeling so awesome. And by the time I felt like I needed water at 17, it was just
0: way too late. That's Um, kind of the way marathons work. You feel great until you don't.
1: Yeah. And then I did Shamrock. Shamrock. And I that was my slowest one and I went in with a long run of nine miles. <laughs> that was really shitty. I got through I got to like mile eighteen and just like the wheels fell completely off. Um and that was painful. I think I ran three forty five or something like that, three forty eight, three forty three, something, I don't remember. And
0: how much walking did you do?
1: Oh, all kinds. Once I got to like mile twenty, I think I've majorly. I walked most of it. It was it was pretty painful. Um what have I done? And then I did Richmond, which I did well ish, but I was just sick. They have I only done three oh marine, marine Corps. Marine Corps, um, I wasn't prepared for either. I think I had thirteen mile long run. Um so I got to mile twenty three and I fell over because of cramps and I had a big old diesel marine pick me up and like truly just picked me up like I was a toy and placed me down. Um and said, Are you okay? And I said, I don't know, but I wasn't gonna say it like, so I just started running and I mean, truly, I don't know if you could call it running. I was running like 11 minute pace, like shuffling along. I mean, for some people that's running, I apologize for those people. Um, so I think that's for Do you.
0: Apologize know. for those people. That seems awfully <laughs> to rude. Those people, you know what I meant
1: to those people. <laughs> apologies, not for you. I'm proud of you. Every one of you out there doing it. Anyway,
0: I think that's four I I, I I may have and my first one was Kiowa Island that was so four. you don't think the reason that like these hybrid athletes or these jacked runners, particular on the male side, I think it's less about females and more about males like I don't see many many women that look like Nick Bear or look like you know like professional bodybuilders that then are big on social media for running.
1: No, most of the women who are on social media for running are quite spelt.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. I assume it's because that's a more desirable physique in general well, speak for a female body.
1: I would maybe I guess maybe you're right. May, I mean, we're looking at aesthetics, right? So if we're looking at aesthetics, it's more aesthetically pleasing for I, I guess for a majority of people. I, I mean, I'm not going to speak for everybody to see a lean person out there running a female out there running than, you know, somebody
0: like me who's not, Uh, I don't know. I assume it could also be acknowledged. Like it has to be uncomfortable. If you have giant breasts, you're then trying to like strap them down with multiple sports bras or whatever, whatever else you have to do. I couldn't and, imagine so it and say, like Jennifer Lopez's but that it's just not conducive for distance running,
1: no, but i th- like i th- I don't think that that means that you can't
0: like, well, I don't I just, of course, yes, yeah, like I don't think that the discussion is that you can't have abnormal body types, right. Like that's not, that's not the discussion. Like I, you see plenty of people that look like from like a normal person's vantage point of what a marathoner looks like, you see plenty of people basically from, for the majority of the race, it's a bunch of people that just look like normal people that are finding a way to get over the finish line. Yes. Yes. So, but I don't think that any of those people that just look like a normal person look like they're maximizing their talent to be okay. the best runner that they could be.
1: But I would venture to say that just because somebody looks like they're maximizing their talent doesn't mean that they're talented. I 100% agree. I think that you could have somebody who's just lean as hell, like, like super, super runner looking and goes out there and, you know, crushes a run, but can't run faster than 9:30 pace. Not that that's slow, but like for like a 5K, like they're out there and that's what they – that's their maximal effort, right? So – and then you have people like, you know, 212-pound us who go out there and run, you know, 6, 20, 30, 40 pace for a 5K. You wouldn't expect it or like – but
0: But everybody has their own talent level. Yes. Like and so any way you skin it in athletics – Everybody has a ceiling.
1: <clears throat> no,
0: you better go talk to Kipchoge, because that's false. No human is limited. No human is limited. So, can a human run an hour marathon?
1: No, because we can't run that fast. So, so we are limited. I mean, and as yes, yes, we are limited. Can somebody run a three flat mile?
0: No. So Kipchoge like no so what i implicitly believe is nobody will ever reach their potential. So like there's just too much that goes into it. There's mental barriers. You know like there's uh there's just there's burdens that you know like it's impossible to think that somebody's going to eat perfect all the time and know what perfect is for their body type to maximize it. Huh. I don't know, Brad. I think. Madison- Ask anybody that's reached the pinnacle of their sport, including Iliad Kipchoge or, you know, like R.I.P. Kelvin, Kelvin Kiptum. Well, it's too early, Brad. It's too soon. For what? <laughs> just kidding, dude. So when Kelvin Kiptum just like murdered the world record, immediately yeah. said, I have more in the tank. That's what he said. Now, again, like,
1: of course, he's going to say that because the expectation is that he's going to run faster than that. maybe that day was the pinnacle of everything he could put into everything. Maybe he would never be able to go under his world record. And that's so, OK, too.
0: So but this is essentially like how do you measure max heart rate when technically getting to max heart rate means that, like, you would just die.
1: No, I, look, my max heart rate is so high. Like they haven't been able to measure it yet.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Here we go again. You, so look, you They you, say like, your max heart rate constantly fluctuates. Like it's not a, it's not a set number. And right. then to get there, you would have to go so deep that like it, you would literally just be shot off of a treadmill and be crippled for That's weeks.
1: How, look, I wasn't crippled. I have done a max heart rate test.
0: So right.
1: I, had, I had a guy at the running shop who knew how to how to do it? So we set the yep. treadmill up, and it was okay. at whatever such and such inc- incline. I can't remember what, yep. what it was. And we started off, and we just kept building the it's pace. It's basically base a stress test. I get it. It was crazy. Like I, I vomited afterward because I okay pushed myself so hard. And it was like 206, I think, is what I came out to on that on that bad boy. So like I, I venture to say that I'm probably still in the in the low 200s. Doubt it
0: anyways the point is you're saying you had nothing left like that was it nothing. you couldn't take another step no so how'd you get off the treadmill I fell off of it it just shot you right off the back essentially not quite but yes so they didn't hit the stop button so that you could get it off did. yes oh okay, so you had other steps. Maybe, but doubtful. I don't
1: know that one more step would have gotten one more heartbeat
0: up. But you don't know.
1: You're right. I don't know.
0: So I already know you're going to give me the stupidest answer that I've ever heard. You think that there's been some race in your life, a running race, that you finished and just, like, literally barely made it over the finish line and just said, like, that is my human limit. No. So, and so I think this is the, the ultimate complication of that. It's physically impossible to reach what your limit is because your body is in self-preservation mode. Your body yeah. doesn't, doesn't ever want you to go fully max out. It doesn't ever want you to get to a max heart rate. And it, there's a reason your body is in a constant state of self-preservation. So, you know, like and there's there's all of these things that you can then do to trick your body. Like scientifically proven at the end of marathons, when you get like bubble gut from eating too many uh, uh, energy gels, yeah. that if you just swish a, a sugary drink in your mouth and spit it out, that your body is under the assumption that you drink it, even though you've got no caloric input from that, zero. Your body tricks itself into saying, "Well, calories are coming. We have more in the tank. We're going to release another level of fuels uh, for them to get across the finish line."
1: What? now, who, ha- who, where is the scientific data coming from?
0: It's been proven. Where? You want me to? So I'm going to have to look it up, and then okay. and I'll, I'll, I'll feed well, this in talk- here. We can
1: talk about it next time. You don't have to look it up just yet. But I would venture to say that it's not
0: the body that's limiting you. It's your mind. Okay. There's always something that's limiting you, though. Unless you take some seriously good drugs,
1: then I would say yes. And I don't mean like steroids because steroids do give you that. I mean, are, you, are we talking we need
0: to go steroids now? Nope. Because
1: that will ultimately, like, increase your abilities as well.
0: No. It won't. I'm saying I'm not going there.
1: Okay. So we need to take some mind enhancing drugs, whatever that may be. And that can perhaps push us the next, an extra one,
0: one percent, half a percent. Okay. That'd be cool. And you think, you think like that you've reached. Ninety-nine and a half percent of your maximum talent? Probably
1: ninety-nine point three, yeah. <laughs> I hope not. I have not been that good of a runner. Like to be honest, I haven't been that good. I think I most certainly I've never like I have never bought all in and running ever in my entire life. Okay.
2: College,
1: high school, never been all in. I would skip long runs all the time, like bag workouts, like I've never been I just don't think I'm mentally tough enough. That's I think my my talent doesn't lie in, in my mind. Like I think I have a lot going on physically. I know I don't look like it, but I think my and mind. So, looks like and a so lot.
0: then there's going to be people that are incredibly mentally strong, that say like I will tell myself to keep going and keep going. My body is my limiter. Yes. So, but everybody has some limiting. limiting factor.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's. Valuable to know what your limiter is. Is it your mind or is it your body? And mine for sure is my mind.
2: I'm weak sauce bread. Okay.
0: So and you're not. You're strong sauce, Brad. I think I've gotten better than when I was in college. Like And part of it is, I think when you put expectations on yourself, it's really, really hard to perform because then if you're not meeting the expectations and you're going to know in the middle of a race, like it's so easy to say, oh, like this is slipping away. And then you essentially feel that like it's owed to you. And then you've got to press instead of readjusting your goals. You feel like this is all or nothing, like. I deserve this, whatever it is. A four minute mile, three hour, sub three hour marathon, whatever it is. Once you see those things slipping away, it's super easy to then just start walking backwards and being like like well, I don't feel good. What's wrong? You know, like pretty much. Yeah. So but when you don't have expectations, just like when you go into <clears throat> did you ever notice in college that you always ran better in practices than you did in races? That a lot. Yeah. So, but remember, you, you walk into practices and you don't say that I have to hit these times. You no. walk into every big practice and you might be nervous before the practice because you know, it's going to suck. Yeah, It's not nervous about that. You have to hit a time. You walk into a practice and you just say, I already know this is going to suck. And I know like the last three reps are just going to be absolute hell. You're never thinking about a time or any prescribed model. The only prescribed model is that it's going to suck. And then when you get to a race, because now you have these data points, you start applying these data points on one day to what you expect to happening in a race. It's not even the same mindset that you were able to perform in well before. Yeah. So then you take a completely different mindset and you start applying these boundaries to it. And then when you're not in those boundaries, you, the whole thing's going to shit.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I mean, just thinking about one specific workout in college, I didn't have a lot of good workouts. I didn't have a lot of good races in college, but I remember me and this guy, Brandon, were running together, not Brent, not Brandon Holland, but another Brandon, uh, we're running together doing a fart lick. and we ran through the 5k of the fartlek at like 1650 something and like i that was crazy fast for us right we were just like and we felt great we still had another like 10 minutes in the fartlek left and it was just it was just crushing time and i could never recapture that or you know make that happen again so um yeah i think we just went in with no expectations at all didn't even know what the workout was going to be um and then we're told and then just worked together and it worked out okay
0: yeah, Man, and ev- everybody probably has, like, one practice or one workout where they look back and they're like, if that could be me every day, like, like I could be so much better. So, yeah. for, me, for me, it was a Kings Mountain run that I yeah, had to go no. to the ba- bathroom before. And you know those Kings Mountain runs. For people yeah. who don't know it, it was a 10-mile run that we had to do in Kings Mountain, North Carolina. And it was <clears> – <throat> I'd be interested to know how hilly that actually is. I
1: think it's pretty stinking <clears throat> hilly,
0: based like, on my memory. Yeah, Adam Growley never ran, like, it, he ran fast out there, but it was never, like, anywhere near race times. No. Same thing with Terrence Harrington. And, yeah. uh, and so at that time, I was either the sixth or the seventh runner on our varsity team oh. in college. And uh, I missed everybody starting. Coach Paxson just started everybody while I was going to the restroom. <clears throat> and I just, I had to use my shirt for, like, <sighs> it was it was one of those cold, yeah, uh, yeah. it was indoor track season. So I had to discard my shirt. And I was like, well, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I'm just going to have to run hard for yeah. 10 miles. Uh, and I th- yeah. think I averaged well under six-minute pace, caught everybody except for Adam Growley. Yeah. So caught Matt Kelleher, caught like all of our top runners. And I thought to myself, holy, like this, this should be who I am. So, But it was the one time that I just didn't care. Like I thought I had nothing to lose and just ran.
1: I mean, I had, I had one Kings Mountain workout like that. Um, I wasn't like catching people like you were, but I ran sub sixes for the entire time. And I was like, huh. I guess I can do that. And it was just like a, it was a good wake up call, but, and then I went back to sleep. So (laughs) not saying it happened in a dream. What I'm saying is that it continued down that path, but we've gotten away from like body
0: dysmorphia talk a bit or totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is who we are. We're a couple of meandering minds. We are. Um, yeah, I, but I, if going back to it,
1: I don't think that a hybrid athlete, what we see more on social media now, is a bad thing. Well, I, I think it's that. It does, I that think it does pe- set up expectations that people can't necessarily attain because we don't have the time or
0: like the drive to do it, but I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it. It's essentially taking advantage of the majority of runners are on the leaner end. And that, I think that model in totality is changing now. You know, like you see more people that look like normal people that are like, are encouraging to just all runners. Yeah. You know, like there's, whether it's Herm runs online or there's plenty of people that have social media clout that don't look like runners anymore. And and all well and good. Yet everybody has an idea of what what they hope that their body could look like. And whether you're the best rudder, you know, like in weighing 130 pounds, typically nobody wants to look like that. So they might that super elite level, yes. I even think those people still want it like Ryan Hall is the ultimate epitome of that.
1: Yeah, but that's Ryan Hall. I don't think a lot of – I don't think a lot of like
0: – I don't
1: think Jared Ward is going to go and like get up to 195 pounds of straight muscles.
0: Fair. So we found one of each. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, maybe he does. Maybe he'll
1: he'll retire here shortly and just
0: like so, – But I bet you if you ask Jared Ward – Or, you know, maybe not one specific person, but if you took the population of elite distance runners and said, would you rather look like the way that you look at at peak Olympic level form, or would you rather look like shredded and another 40 pounds of muscle on you? I bet it depends on when you're asking them. Right. So post running. So post running.
1: Yeah. Why would you want to like, why would you want to continue to be that lean? And scrawny.
0: Right. So almost almost every distance runner wants to look bigger than a scrawny runner.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. While they're not running. Like if I could morph from like buff dude to like losing 35 pounds to be the leaner runner and then come back to it, that would be pretty cool. But, you know, I don't have a genie.
0: Or alien deer with... Penis antlers.
1: <laughs> I told look, Katie, Katie, the reason that, that I brought that up is because I was looking out the window one day and Katie was asking me what I was thinking about. And I was like, do you really want to know? And that's what I was thinking about. So she thought I was like upset. And I was like, no, not at all. I'm just thinking about like, like zombie werewolf deer, but now that I've changed it to alien penis antler deer. So,
0: um, you know, it's fluid. <laughs> I'd prefer not to go down the fluid route of <laughs> I didn't think <know> about that. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, let's wrap it up, dude. All right, buddy. This was we fun. are three weeks away. Uh well less than three weeks away. Are we?
1: It's on Saturday, man. Two weeks and five days man i'm glad you're excited one of us is excited i'm excited to see you um not excited about the race but i'll get there once we once we pull up i'm not sure like do you know what time you're you're gonna be in
0: to dc i gotta, I gotta book our flights okay. i think i might take the kids out of school on friday so we can just get over there i assume we're gonna have to pick up our bibs and stuff on friday
1: yeah because the race is on saturday so yeah we're gonna need it i wonder I, I don't i guess if you're not there we can figure out if i can if i'm able to even pick up your packet we'll figure um, it out
0: yeah cool all right man all right bud see you dude
1: hey brad hey. what?
0: i'm not gonna be turned into a deer with <laughs> penis antlers but you won't. still not love my, you man i
1: love you too not my story though maybe later <laughs> see ya <laughs> yeah.